The current spoiler warning level is, Ember. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Amber. We're starting out talking about a machine from Mobile Suit Double Zeta Gundam, which is pretty non-spoilery. And then we talk about a machine from Moon Gundam, which is a manga that has no announced adaptation. So, so far is GGP safe. And then we talk about some MSV stuff. And so that's safe. And then we talk about something pretty important from Unicorn. And so at that point, there is a proper red alert. And I advise GGP listeners to stop listening at that point. But whether you stop there or go all the way, please enjoy the episode. Friends and folks, and welcome back to another episode of Mechanista NG, joined as always by the two G-Frames on my desk. I'm Six Detmar from Scanline Media. And I'm Dylan. Uh, which G-Frames do you have? I forget. I have uh, Gym Command Space Type, mm. and I have a Blue Destiny Unit 2, I think? The one that is all blue. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that is one. It's, it's got a shield that says zero one on it. Oh, oh, wait. Is it? It's one. an actual... Like, does it have a gym head? Yeah. Yeah, that's the O one. Okay. Yeah. No. Fuck. Fuck up. I mean, first of all, they they don't apparently. I don't think they make one of the of the two. I guess. They oh. Make uh. One but also, fuck a regular Gundam head. They did do the two and three, but they were like a little special side thing that were sold together. I, not P band, I don't think, but they were like a special thing. Mm. Um. Because yeah, my partner has the uh, BD uh, two and three on her desk, so. Uh, they came with a bunch of extra parts from the manga, and it was, like, really weird. I was looking at them, and I'm like, huh, those are not parts that the, uh, Blue Destinies usually have. It's, like, a shield that has, like, the full armor Gundam double beam rifle and stuff like that, and I'm like, wait, that's not right. And Interesting. Yeah, they just gave them a bunch of the manga parts, I guess, probably because they were limited or, like, a special two-pack thing. Maybe they were mm-hmm. P-Bandai, actually. I can't, can't remember, but anyway, um, they were, they were weird. Uh, let's roll some dice. <laughs> sure, let's do it. So we're rolling from our regular list. For for the first time in, like, how long? Was it, like, three weeks? I can't remember. It's been maybe longer. It's been a while. It's been a while. Here's the thing. Listener uh, requests are really good, but we do have a regular list to occasionally do, so, you know. It's n- nice to mix it up. So I'm doing a D8, though there are a lot of things that we can't talk about on Cosmic Era, of course, but there are some that we can you know oh you know what? i have to with this new microphone i'm gonna have to roll a little different let me try rolling right here well that's just, gonna fall off the table every time <laughs> if i roll there just chuck it into the mic it's fine but hmm, hmm. just let me, absolutely loud clattering right here how about here okay one first half early uc Okay. And it's gonna take me a second to find out because I had to. I had to. So I have like a mat that my um my keyboard and my mouse are on, mm-hmm. and I had to peel it back to get the good clatter. So I'm gonna have to move it back before I can change tabs and see what the fuck we're doing. Um, but yeah. we'll roll because this is how we get the good sound. I hope it's coming through. Thirteen. See now I can't fake it. I just said thirteen without even knowing what this is. Um. Hey, check it out. What is it? 
AMX 103. That one you might not get. AMX 103. AMX 103, I'm thinking. Uh, would that be... Hmm. It's an Axis mobile suit. I know that much. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is it one of the Gazas? No, it is not one of the Gazas. Okay, um... We've already covered all the Gazas. It's going to be early double Zeta. Sorry, I just, I I, I need to think about this. Is it the Gallus? I can't can't give any clues because uh, you're close. Not the Gallus, okay. You're close time-wise. Right. It's not the Zissa because it's like more. You'd have to kiss a Zissa. Like... It has a re one hundred. Oh, hammer, hammer. Yep. I'm dummy. Okay. Yep. Okay. I guess technically speaking, you know, uh, we it was a uh, what's it? Um, uh, Mashimer suit. So both of them are. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um. All right. So the AM- AMX one hundred three hammer, hammer. I love this thing. Yeah. I. Uh, this is currently the only re 100 i have built i have the um the quest yagdoga which i'll build soon but Mm -hmm. but i yeah this one a fun story about this one which was um my local comic book store carried gunpla for a while and eventually they stopped because they weren't selling as well as they'd like because they just had the world's stupidest taste in picking what to stock yeah they would just have like seven copies of the love phantom and nothing else and it's like listen Mm -hmm. that's not a that's not a terrible mobile suit, but that's not how this is. That's not what sells. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah, no, that's. Um, hmm. And after they stopped carrying uh, Gunpla, they still, you know, they still had to sell out their stock. And the only thing bigger than an HG they had was a Re 100 Hama Hama. Oh. So they were using using it to hold up their "We're open, we're closed" sign. How, and so was one, it a, one day? At, sorry, I was just gonna ask. Was it a decent price? I don't. Re- I feel like it was okay. okay. I feel like I remember looking it up and being like, "Yeah, this is all right." Here's the thing. Um, this is like one of the rarest re one hundreds right now. It's the one that's they've taken the longest to reprint, not including P Bandai stuff. So it's like, oh, because mm. I really want one, and I still. I, it's like one of those ones where. So for a little while, I was like really into just buying like P Bandai only kits for a lot of the times. My brain was always like, "Well, they'll always produce you know kits." Uh, you know in a timely manner because they had been and then covid happened and then now a lot of their reprint schedules have been real weird and stuff yeah and not featuring stuff that i would want to buy so now i'm starting to get back into like a oh once my job starts back up if a hammer hammer appears i need to grab it immediately <laughs> oh. yeah i uh I, I so they were they were using it to hold up the sign and i came in and i was like i would like the one from the sign <laughs> And they were like, what do you mean? I'm like, I mean, literally the one that's holding up the sign. And they're like, oh, okay. And they're like, do you want it? I was like, sure, I'll grab it. And I just grabbed it and their sign fell down. It was fine. Um, That's funny. Um, Yeah, this machine fucking rules, though. Uh, also a really good Re100 because I think that the way they do the details on a Re100 to like, because they do them a little bit more greebly in order to make up for the fact that they're not really like master grades and they don't have mm-hmm. like the inner complexity that a master grade would have. They have these like really nice. I, I don't want to say greebly because I know that like you know recently in the abnormal mapping Discord in the models channel there was talk about greeble and it looking bad on some suits. 
But it, it's got a lot of panel line based areas, right? Like it's not like a lot yeah. of gray greeble. It's just you can panel line this thing and it will have a lot of detail and it looks really good. And um, it's also just it was also just a really interesting build. Like I can if you look at if you look at those shoulders, mm-hmm. you'll build each of those one all of those units individually and then click them all together. Yeah, okay. it's really cool. <laughs> and oh, they click together. Oh, really like all well. the little like like sections okay i see what you mean yeah the little all the little like uh like vernier packages all like uh, have their own little strut and you snap them all together and then it's like also like this is a gunpla that would mostly be okay if it fell off a shelf obviously the head would be in trouble but like it's a sturdy little thing yeah it's very little i mean big i also (laughs) really like the uh colors they did on it um Mm. sadly the art actually kind of makes it look a little bit more boring because I, I really like the specific like weird kind of pale green they use on the uh, re 100 but yeah talking about the design so this is a new uh i believe it's a new type use mobile suit is it actually no no it's not because uh duh, it's quasi psychomu system so it is not quite a new type use one um but this is a mobile suit that is really weird uh this is introduced pretty early in double zeta um mm-hmm. which is funny because this actually feels very much like a late double zeta style design uh because you know in late double zeta you start having like really ridiculous like machines with what they can do and this this is i would qualify this as one of those i feel like the secret is that you have i mean like i i think you're right in that way but also i think um though there is some like some some significant significant tonal variance throughout double zeta the mobile suit design is actually pretty consistent. And that's fair. It just, I guess this feels really early for Meshmer to have, like, right after having, like, the Gallus and all that, right? Because, like, you know, a lot of those are kind of, I don't want to say boring, but they're definitely toned down compared to this thing. They don't feel like a boss the way this thing does. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is a weird suit. So talking about the head... The head is pointy. Uh, you have a lot of horns on this. I believe. Let me count: one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five, five horns. Yep. Uh, you've got three that are in the middle, and then two on uh two on the sides, or you know one on either side, I should say. Um, mm-hmm. and this is a mono eye head. Uh, the head is fairly hard, like nondescript, other than like it's a very flat mono eye head with horns. It almost looks like a like, the shape of it from the front almost looks like a Zaku one hat, hat uh, head, but doing a pog face, and I hate that. <laughs> um, I will say, I think, uh, having built it, the one, like, mouth horn mm-hmm. is very strange. Yeah, and then it has, like, an open mouth, too, which is kind of weird. Like, hold on, I'm yeah. going to show you, like, I, I know that this isn't the art, but I'm also, you know, using... uh the re 100 is reference and just this face here well see it even it looks less weird in that as as opposed to the art uh, where it, it yeah it, where it's, it's really just going like oh yeah <laughs> really is bog you know what that's fair having the gray piece there i guess actually yes. does help it feel more mechanical um it does have two tubes going into the head the head is very I don't want to say flat, but it's it, it definitely is not, like, a very obtrusive head. You know, it's pretty... It feels... Given, like, the shoulders size and, like, the the, the skirt size and stuff, the head feels kind of small. 
Mm-hmm. Not in a bad way, it's just small. Because <laughs> the rest of this thing is fucking huge. Um, so, for the torso, uh, the primary middle torso of the body, you've got a camera located directly in the middle of the body, which I really like, like just a pink camera there. Um, God damn it, six. Um, what? You include that in the show notes, anyway. Okay, I I probably have to th- uh, let me look at it. How bad is the typing on this new microphone? Ah, I should be careful. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, well, new new microphone headaches. It's fine. I understand. Uh, <laughs> uh so the uh, torso though, you've got like a, a distinct upper torso. It has a camera in the middle. Um, on the back of the torso, I, I guess I would say this doesn't really have much of a backpack. More so, just a set of thrusters that are just kind of integrated into the torso. Um, yeah, I mean, it has it has a little bit of one, but there are so many thrusters just built into this thing because it is so big and so unusually shaped that it's able to get away with that. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're we- the backpack, quote-unquote, is also weird just because it's, lo- like, its location on the torso is a little odd because, the, like, the upper torso and the lower torso-, torso have a pretty distinct difference between the two. Mm-hmm. I guess looking at the back of the model, it does look a lot more like an actual backpack. But looking at like the artwork, it's just kind of like in there, you know. Yeah. Um. Though the the model and the artwork also have the difference where the shoulders almost look like they are basically flush with the body on the artwork, whereas the model, being a model kit, of course makes them separate. Um. But uh, the midsection also you have another camera. Well. Uh, I think it's also the cockpit hatch, but I mean, it's, it's, it's clear pink. It's clear pink. It's gotta be a camera too. Um, on the torso. No, that's, no, that's the cockpit. That is the cockpit. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So it just has a clear pink cockpit. Weird. I mean, you, you know, I mean, okay. So it's, it's not clear on the, on the suit, on the, like the kit on the re 100. First of all. Oh, is it not? That matters. I think it's just pink. Um, okay. Cause I was like, well, no, because here, let me link. I, th- I think that looks like a shiny pink. Looks like the same texture as like a. I mono. mean, it is. You have to remember that I actually have this. Yeah, that's true. It's 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 it looks shiny, but you can't see through it. Okay. Um, and I think I mean you know Mashimer and his his love, especially in early uh early Double Zeta, of having cockpits he can open and look out. mm Hmm. That you know so. what? Fair enough. It just—it looks so. It's very weird because it looks like it should be a sensor to me. Yeah. No, I hear you, and I, you know, maybe I'm I like. It doesn't say when building it that it's the cockpit, yeah, right? But, but I, I mean, I, I know it's like the cockpit. There's that. a cockpit in the torso, and theoretically, that's where it should be. I, mm-hmm. I don't remember him opening it in the show particularly, but I—that I, is where it should be theoretically. Mm-hmm. So. Also on the uh, little middle torso area, lots of cables. This thing fucking loves its revealed cables, and I love them. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got, I believe it's three to either side. Um, oh, no, more than three. You actually have four on either side and then one in the middle going into the backpack. Um, lots of tubes. So many tubes. I fucking love the tubes. Well, there's a lot of power to run around this this sucker, and fuel, for that matter. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, every everything needs to be connected on here because it's a lot. Um, so the arms, the arms for the shoulders, you just have these gigantic thruster units. 
Um, there are five segments to them. Um, you know, the middle segment is the biggest. Then you have two smaller sections sandwiched to that, uh, with that sandwiched in between, and then two more around that that are even smaller. Um, and they're just big green thrusters. Uh, you got two shades of green. You've got red thrusters on the out. They're like on the outermost part of it. You know, the parts facing out from the shoulder. Um. And these are cool. It's a shit ton of thrusters, by the way, because, like, so the outer ones only have one thruster each, but then the middle one, all, all, all three of the central ones have uh, two each, so. Yeah, so it's eight per shoulder, and they're not, they're not small. Yeah, no, I mean, they're, they're not pretty huge, big. But they're pretty big, yeah. Especially considering this is already, like, a relatively tall suit. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, like, uh, let's see what the height is. Uh, head height is 21.5 meters, overall height 24 meters. I love the idea of the horns adding a whole bunch of meters there. <laughs> um, I mean, 21 meters, I guess it's not, like, huge, huge, but, like, you know, in the scope of, like, how one-year war designs are... I, this guy's also just big, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, it lad. is wide. Um, very filled-out body. Um... So, yeah, the shoulders, though, um, they're just really cool big thruster shoulders, which I love. Uh, the upper arms basically have a giant, like, ball piece that is connected under the shoulders into the torso. Um, uh, now, sadly, on the Re-100, it looks like you don't have the cables running from the arm into the torso there. That's true, you don't. Uh, which is a little sad, though I get why, because that would probably fuck up, uh you know, m- movement on the arm uh, in, like, in terms of 3D space doing, like, movement, because, uh, well, I don't know. Are those, since you have the toy, uh, uh-huh. are the cables soft on the model, or are they hard cables? They're hard cables. Okay, yeah, so if they're doing hard cable, then, yeah, that that explains why they would ignore that. They one. they do have, like, um, thinner black, you know, like, wire that you can run through, you know, for to get the um, extent, the full extension. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't have like four of them like this does, which would I'm sure be a real hassle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, you do have on the upper arm, you do have some of the black cabling as well as the upper arms joint is basically also just like a big cable. It's like a yellow segmented piece. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, uh, for the forearms, uh, you've got uh, just some nice detail on them. Um, plus I like the shape of them. Uh. Like, you, you can see where, like, a quote-unquote joint is, even though it's funny, because these are, like, weird wiggle arms, so they're not, it's not really, like, that's actually a jointed piece, but it has, like, you know, the circle with the line through it that you associate with joints. Um, mm-hmm. That's actually on, like, a green disc that's connecting into the forearm, and when the forearm uh, expands, uh, that is disconnected. Um, so the rest of the green armor, you've got a, a green armor, it's got little holes in the side, I presume there's holes... Might be where the shield plug into because I don't think it holds its shield. No, it's... it doesn't. Um, the other thing I wonder though is, um, I don't remember in animation how this works. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes with beam sabers in the re one hundred. I don't know how the fuck you're supposed to hold them. Those fingers can't hold shit. Uh, let me see. Does Dalong have it holding them? Uh. Because, yeah, no, they you would, you would need to use just some very tightened uh, little, like... Because this has claw hands, basically. This is, this, and it has three of them. It has three claw hands. That's not enough. Yeah, to, there's to there's a Dalong's uh, setup for it, but... 
Um, it's funny because the sabers look like they have a peg, but I can't quite see where that peg goes. Oh, is it in the gun barrels? I think that's what you do with. I didn't think of that. Okay, that's kind of clever. It's okay. very funny looking because it's like still three fingers trying to hold the beam saber. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I feel like this should attach to the wrist or something. Or, yeah. Um. But. And then, yeah, as we talked about, though, the hands, you have three little fingers, and then the center part of the hand is actually a three-barrel, like, gun. Mm -hmm. Um, This is actually the first successor to Zeong design that we see. Yep. Uh, It's using, you know, wired wired arms like that. Um, The, uh... So, should note, underneath that forearm we talked about is a bunch of cables and uh, a long yellow cable along with a bunch of, like, smaller black ones, which is, mm-hmm. like, when it expands the arm, you know, you see all that. And then, even further, those black cables are on the hands, which, you know, go even further out than the uh, forearm does. So the arms expand in, like, a really weird way, because they kind of, like, split into a bunch of pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really love the way it looks, though. It looks It looks cool. It kind of, uh, this is a weird comparison, but hopefully someone gets what I'm going for. It kind of reminds me of a three-section staff, in a way. I could see it. I could see it. Um, it, it fucking rules. Um, I, sick. I really love, I, I, here's the thing, I love wired weapons, so just having these, like, weird claws pop out like that is just so cool to me. Mm-hmm. Um, for the, uh, the waist, the waist is a big section of skirts, basically, that... So, you have a central area with two more thrusters just directly on the front. Uh, From the central crotch-like plate, you have two cables going into the skirts. You can see only a little bit of them there, but it does have, like, big yellow cables going through all the skirts and holding them Mm -hmm. together. Uh, These skirts are similar in design to the shoulder, kind of. Not, like, the exact same design, but um, the RE-100 actually, uh, I think... Yeah, it accentuates it even more because it actually has the split on the skirt. Because on the artwork, it looks like it's just one big skirt, right? You've got front front sections on either side that are, you know, like just a big scoop with a red square thruster in it. And then you've mm-hmm. got the sections that look kind of like the shoulders on the side and on the back. Um, and then on the RE100, these sections are actually split a little bit more, and they can, like, independently move up and down, which is, in my opinion, really cool. Yeah, um, the way you build this is you build the big yellow plastic, like, cable ring, which is just, like, it's just hard plastic. Um, and then you build the separate skirt elements and clip them on. Yep. And so each section of the skirt, so you've got the little front area with the big scoops, and then you've got the initial part of the side skirt, and then you have another section that can pop up. And each of these sections have two verniers, I should note. So you have three sections with two verniers each, and then that like front little vent vernier thing, the square one. So mm-hmm. lots of thrusters all over this. And then you have a central re- rear one, which has like a big scoop going down. It kind of reminds me of like kinda reminds me of the armpit on like the beer lint or something, you know? Actually, yeah. Huh. Uh it's it's weird. Uh, it just kind of looks like that. But yeah. Uh, so, shit tons of thrusters there. More. <laughs> um, <clears throat> as for the legs, uh, the legs, you have these really cool upper, like, the whole leg section is really cool to me, just because the shapes are really weird. The upper legs are, like, real, th- just these, like, sharp, big pieces. 
that, um, you know, not really, like, super, I guess, descriptive of them, because they're not, like, they're, they're just shaped a little differently than you expect upper legs to be shaped a little bit. Um, then you have these big knees, uh, that are just, uh, big, sharp knees, uh, I like the shape of the knees. The knees basically, like, almost look like they're, like, little shields there, um, and... They also kind of feel integrated into the, the overall fra- uh, shape of the leg. Like, you can see that it's sectioned off, so you can see that it's a knee, but it's kind of just what the the leg armor is. Yeah. Um, that's the thing I think that's, like, that I really like about the legs. Like, it's weird, because, like, I talk about it, and it's like, ah, it's not really descriptive, but it's like, the legs are almost like a weird mono structure when it's standing straight up, and I like that look a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see there are some cables to the sides of the knees um, as well. The lower leg... Uh, You've got, like, a very thin lower leg uh, with some scoop thrusters, but uh, two of them on each leg pointing backwards, and then some gigantic feet. Uh, you've got, like, it's basically ankle armor on the top, like a big section of ankle armor um, around that's in darker green around the uh, where the foot meets the leg. Uh, and then you have the feet themselves, which are, are strange. You've got, like, a front foot piece that ends in, like, a big flat toe. <laughs> um and the toe is is like cloven mm-hmm, it, yeah it's got a split in the middle um and then you've got two heels uh on each foot like on the back that are just backwards all the way and it just looks cool not very humanoid it's great though it's a really interesting design because i feel like it is like first of all you look at this and obviously the first jumping off point is is you know you've got the zaku from the head and you've got the ziong from the arms i also think there's a lot of big zam dna here um mm. and it's interesting to combine that with the legs and the feet because the legs and the feet are not massive but the way they're built clearly is like heavily emphasizing shock absorption yeah it's, and I don't know why. It's really weird. Um, I guess because there's so much upper body. It's weird, though, because the legs are also kind of thin, right? Like, yeah. with the, how the upper body is, you would almost expect this to have, like, really thick legs. But they're kind of skinny. All, like, this, like, rough, like, roughly compared to the rest of the suit, you know? Yeah, and not enough to make it, like, feel like the machine doesn't make sense. Yeah, but... no, it doesn't feel frail, but they do feel skinny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... And it does help, again, building the Re-100. Like, this is a Re-100, so there's no inner frame that you properly build. Mm-hmm. But you do build shit inside the legs, the cables and stuff running down the middle of the legs, which makes them feel extra hollow in mm. a weird way. It's it's really interesting. Yeah. I keep looking at pictures of the model, because, God, I want that model, but... <laughs> God, it's cool. Um, So, uh, armaments. Uh... We talked about the hands a little bit, but basically you have a wired three-barrel beam gun in the hands. Um, I don't think these are, like, depicted as being as ridiculous as, like, the Zeong's hands, where the Zeong does wizard hands and is able to blow up, like, ships and, like, multiple mobile suits. Yeah, but not, not as much as that. But it's still, you know, competent. Well, the other thing to remember about the Zeong is... The, the guns are on five fingers that technically can be moved individually. Like, you know, you have a limited range, but technically you could point the five fingers on your hand in different directions to fire a spread mm-hmm. shot or something. These are no all... No such options with these. Yeah. yeah, pointed in the same direction. Um, this also does have... So, weird armament. It has a shield as its primary extra armament. Mm-hmm. Um, but being double Zeta, this is a shield with beam guns inside of it. 
So it has a three-barrel beam gun in the shield, like three barrels on the shield that fire beams. Uh, and which... it, it's it's also interesting because I feel like a lot of time when we get beam weapons, they're like on the bottom of this sh- or, or shield weapons. I should have said on the like on the bottom of the shield, like you think of like the, you know, like the grenade launchers and stuff and some Zeta designs where yeah. like they point their arm and it fires from the bottom of the shield. The idea of this is that you block and then because you blocked, they're fucked. <laughs> yes. Like while you are blocking an attack, you are also shooting them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also thick as shit. It's a very big shield, yeah. Um, quite large. Uh, the shield is... Um, so, let me see something real quick, because I'm actually curious. Okay, so yeah, the shield... The way they do it on the model is it's attached to the forearm. I have to wonder, though. I can't remember if it holds it via the hand, like, when it launches it. Because I know it sometimes uses the shield as part of, like, the all-range attacks as well. Mm. But... I, I just didn't know if it would just the hand would just hold it or something while doing that. Um, the uh, shield also has two beam sabers, as talked about, um, and then it also has a space mine launcher. It just it has eight mines inside of its shield. Mm-hmm. And they're just literal mines. You just drop them and go. They don't move or anything. Uh, presumably, something makes contact with them and they explode. Makave would be proud. Um, so, in order to control these hands, even though it would theoretically be used by a non-new type, it does have, I think, one of the earlier instances of this idea, though I'm wondering when this comes about, the quasi psychomu system, mm-hmm. where it is called that because, uh, you know, it is a fake psychomu system. It is not, you know, it is not for use by new types. It is used by just regular, anyone can use it. Uh, now... Because of this, the idea is that that's why the weapons are on wires. They also are only really used in, like, a two-dimensional sense. Uh, I want to know what they mean by that, though. Because, like, the claws do move up, down, left, right, and then forward and back. <laughs> you know? But, I mean, I don't think you can do... I think what they're saying is you can't do the full, like, 3D attack stuff of, like, of Ziong of, like, wrapping the arms around on people and stuff. That's fair, yeah. I guess, yeah, it would be... And it's, you know, you have to individually control it. And it still is allowing, like, a pilot to use their brainwaves to move it. It's not like... It's not like you're not having, like, a... It's not like you're manually controlling it in, some in like, some of the uh, weird suits we've talked about before that do this. Mm-hmm. But, uh... I guess that's just gotta be awkward to use, yeah. Um... But, yeah, and... So, the Hama Hama is... Weird suit... It, feels like a boss suit to me right like yeah you know this is perhaps just my brain right but like when the hammer hammer shows up i feel like you needed the double zeta right then and there the fact that they managed to fend it off with the zeta gundam i just don't believe this thing's fucking mm-hmm. terrifying is, is this not the <laughs> thing that is also responsible for the uh zeta becoming the zeta zaku because it blows up the head that's right yep yes. that is this one okay can I remember if it was something else in the middle or if it was the Hama Hama? Um, should note also on the page, for those who are on the wiki, because, you know, at this point, you you listen to us, you know, we still use it as reference, even though I will complain about it and I hate it. Um, there's a Kondo design that I fucking love because it has four arms. Yo. And it's pretty cool. That's sick. Uh-huh. The arms still have the uh, wires inside of them and are still able to expand, but it's got four of them now. 
instead of uh, this, instead of just two. And this design's already so thick that when it gets condoed, it doesn't even look that weird. Yeah, no, it doesn't really look that weird. You can tell the skirt's been expanded a little bit, but and like the, the shoulders, shoulders are still like the same because he can't really like do much more to them than was already done. He does make it look rather more chitinous, though. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, everything he draws, it looks well, like almost organic, which is weird, because I don't think that's what he's going for, but that's no. the feeling it has. Um, Shino, the original design is by Yutaka Izubuchi, by the way. Um, this is one of Izubuchi's designs for Double Zeta. Good shit, Izubuchi. Yep. You're a criminal, but, uh, <laughs> you know. Um, good design, though. I mean, lots yeah. of good designs from that guy, to be fair. Um, <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah. We can't get rid of him. Um, I... <laughs> I will probably be watching his one and only directed anime soon because uh, I, I've read enough details about Razafon that it seems really interesting to me. So I'm going to watch that at some point. Hmm. Um, and enough people I know like it that I'm like, okay, I'll probably dig it. Um, there's also an alternate color scheme for this. In Giren's Ambition, uh, this is in Thread of Axis for the PSP. Um, there is a Glemmy faction color. So, of course, I like it because it's gray and gray. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're just a big glummy stan. No, don't say that. Don't say that. No. I'm, He's the I'm fucking sorry. worst. Just... He just does... He, look, <clears throat> it's not my fault he picks good color schemes for his mobile suits. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Ah, I don't know what that voice was. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. um, Yeah, this machine's cool, though. Um, So... There's a lot of variants of this machine, and also a lot of these variants are pretty fucking cool, in my opinion. Are there a lot of them? Uh, there's... Uh, just guide me. Okay, Dylan. there is more than are actually said here, I will say that. Okay, okay. Um, because one of these has another thing we need to talk about, but anyway. Uh, first one is the AMA-103 Medusa. This is from Moon Gundam, and this is a... Hamma Hamma that has been converted into a mobile armor. Uh, the way it does this is... A, a lot of weird things have happened to this. Yes, yes. So, it actually still has, like, the Hamma Hamma head, but it has none of the horns, so it looks really weird. It's also a little bit flat on top, too. But it is still essentially the Hamma Hamma head. Um... What you will notice, though, is so the upper body of this machine, mostly the same other than the additional horn on the back there. Um, and uh, there's also, um, let's see, so you have the horn that is now attached to the backpack, a singular is there an horn. arm in the chest? No, it's just, there's just a big, uh, there's, a, there's a big piece attached to the front of the torso, though, there. Don't actually know what that is. That's not another hmm. arm. Um, the arms themselves and such are the same. You know, the three-finger barrel. What has become weird is, when you get to the legs, so, the skirts have been extended a little bit, and the crotch piece now has a head on it. With a mono-eye. With a mono-eye. And also, the legs have been replaced with arms. More I mean, like that just more makes sense. Hama-hama arms. Which, to be fair, if this is a space-only suit anyway, sure, yeah. Let's uh, do it. Yeah, so this is a... Mobile suit that has two heads and four arms. Uh, the little head on the bottom also has a mine deployer because of fucking corset still keeps that for some reason. Um, okay, you know what's hilarious is if you look at the the primary head, the head on top, mm -hmm. right? 
it has the gun plus slot for a commander antenna that hasn't been inserted. Mm-hmm. See, I, I feel like uh, it's really funny that that's kind of like been backtraced into like designs, right? Like that. Oh, yeah. No, they would just they would make it so there's like a removable slot that you can put a horn in. And this one, for whatever reason, just doesn't have a horn there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there is kind of a reason and we'll talk about it. But uh, yeah, so. That's its MS mode, kind of, uh, that we were describing there. Um, you know, if one can call it an MS mode. Uh, should note, uh, one other mechanical difference of this, by the way, is it does have an eye field barrier. Um, I'm trying to see if it says where that is. I'm wondering if that's what that, like, weird big section on the chest is, if that's, like, an eye field generator. Hmm, okay. Um, so, this also has... An MA mode, and actually, funny, funnily enough, the MA mode was what was revealed first with this suit. Um, so the the it it was kind of apparent when you first when this was first revealed that oh this is a hammer hammer. Um. So what this has is, uh, 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 in the MA mode, it, it almost is like a weird quadrupedal space monster. <laughs> Is what it looks like, you know, because like everything yeah. folds up, right? It's like a weird, like, especially with that head style, it's like this like malevolent anteater. <laughs> yeah. Um, should note, the armaments on here don't bring up something that this has that's very important to note. This has a high mega cannon. Oh. Uh I'm pretty sure that's what that's supposed to be, if you look right above the uh head there. Yeah, no, that does huh. Yeah, it is hidden, uh, you know, when it's in mobile suit mode, the head goes over it, and it's not used in the mobile suit mode. It's for the mobile armor mode. Um, yeah, so the mobile armor mode, though, it is on its, like, it, it rotates backwards, and the crotch head goes down a little, and it is now, you know, sideways. <laughs> this is such a weird-looking thing, and I love it. I love Moon Gundam's designs, and this is one of those ones that it's just... It's so funny to me. Um, so... Uh, yeah, that, I, I guess this is just for use in Moon Gundam. Uh, it is used by, I presume it's still Xeon. Um, yeah, Axis Xeon is using it. It's, it's the Schlang team. Yeah, um, then <laughs> one of them defeats a Gym 3. Oh, wow, great showing. Yeah, you destroyed a fucking Gym 3, big deal. Um, but, uh. Yeah, these there's a couple of these, and they're they they get to patrol an area, and I I, I love them. I love the idea of three of these working in tandem. By the way, um, the the art for like the transformation and stuff is also kind of fun. Like all the little movie bits there, because it's very simple. <laughs> it's very very simple. Huh. Much more simple than I would have thought. Uh huh. Mm. It just kind of sits upward and then moves the torso uh the crotch head moves up uh and that's basically it <laughs> um here the, we know do know that the eye field does protect from the front there so because we have a great art of it doing all wiggle arms <laughs> and also being shot in the direct middle of its body yeah um, it does it does lose unfortunately uh it does lose uh, all of these are destroyed because of course they are but, yeah, no, this is just one of those designs from Moon Gundam that I really like because I just, 
I don't know. This isn't Ipe design, by the way. This is Ipe Gyobu doing this also, which probably like paints my love for it. Yeah. Um, and it's just, you know, they... He, he has a good design sense for doing weird modern mobile suits that feel less safe than some other future Gundam shows do. Like, future Gundam stuff tends to be really safe with its designs and, like, wanting to fit in. And mm-hmm. this does not. What if what if we had a Hama Hama that can crawl and had another head? Like, look at these fuckers. I'm sorry, this I had is... to link this image, but it's amazing. And that's where you can see the high mega really uh, on display. Mm-hmm. Just, they, they can crawl. They just, they, they're weird little wiggle bugs, and they also turn into a mobile suit. Um, they're just really cool to me. Um, because they feel, they feel like a weird enough design that I could see this being like a Double Zeta era design, even though it takes place after Double Zeta. Well, and this is what makes, like, Moon so exciting, is you're still working with UC and, like, advanced UC stuff, but you're not just doing, like, what if a sleeker Zeta which yep. is like 90% of unicorn or what if a sleeker jigen or what if we simplified and here's the thing i know that katoki didn't write unicorn so i don't blame him for his designs i know a lot of people like can sometimes blame him mm-hmm. but he knows how to be different when asked to i just don't think he was asked to i think Sure. What was written in front of him, he he definitely did the mobile suits based on like how they were described in the book, and you know how he was probably told to do it, which is fine because we know we've talked about Katoki designs. We know he has some very weird and creative ideas in him, so I don't blame him for it. But I will say I, I do like the I do like a lot of more future UC things now starting to have like Ipe designing for them and other designers that seem to ha- have a bit more like freedom with what they can do and i also don't hate like you un- i don't like universally hate unicorn designs no. right like, no I'll, not at I'll, all i'll go to the map for the jesta any day but they are much less imaginative and i i mm-hmm. miss that imagination exactly when I see it it's very it's it's very invigorating um but yeah so we have the medusa uh next would be the amx 103 g mass production type hama hama this is a depressed hama hama um, and the reason I say that is because look at that head. It's very, he's, he's very sad. This is, um, oh, this is a weird thing to describe. So the head now has like a faceplate over it, but it still has like the same mono eye there. But like, because the faceplate is going around the eye in that way, it looks like it's sad. It looks like it's about to cry. Its eyes are watering. Its uh, eye The head also mm-hmm. almost looks like an Efreet head with like the shape of it. Like, cause it has like that mm. dip in the middle there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has, yeah, a single commander antenna and then, like, two side antenna uh, instead of the usual five. Um, the chest on this, a little, basically this is, like, a similar design but toned down in a lot of ways. But the yeah. chest is actually where it's toned up a little because you do have, like, a big, weird, thrustery looking part on the front of the chest. Which I know is not, like, a, it looks like it should be a beam cannon, but I know it isn't. <laughs> um... Uh, and then, like, two, like, side... So it, it's weird, because it has two thrusters on the sides of the chest, which are interesting, because if you look at the shoulders, the shoulders have been simplified greatly. Mm-hmm. But it still has, like, extra thrusters like the ones that were on the shoulders, just on the chest there. Um, you still have some, like, you know, cables going around on the chest. Uh, 
The arms on this guy are very asymmetrical, so the shoulders are the same. You just have these big... The, they're more like standard Gundam-y like, style shoulders. They're still tall, and they have like big thrusters at the end, but like the shape of them and stuff is like a lot more like... It feels more like a standard pauldron than the weird thing like that box, the Hamahama had. Boxy fan of the Hamahama. Yeah. Um. Now the right arm or the left arm is like a weird version of the Hamahama arm. The upper arm looks the same, where it's like a ball, and then you've got some wires and like a a joint that it, or the upper arm is itself just kind of like a wire. Then the lower arm is like three. It almost looks like a mechanical tail section it, or something. It overlaps like the Epion heat rod. Yeah, that's probably why I'm thinking of a tail is because of the Epion heat rod. Yeah, it's like, it's weird. There's multiple sections there. And when this uh does its version of the thing, it just, it, it actually does it in the same like three-part mechanism as the original Hama Hama. It's just instead of having like a little disc on the top, it just has a big section and then another big section. And then the hand section is also bigger. Though the mm-hmm. hand here is weird because it's only two claws and two be- uh, two barrel beam gun. Which is strange. <laughs> uh, the right arm, meanwhile, is just a weird-looking arm. <laughs> the yeah. upper arm on it is very strange because we see part of it obscured by the torso, but it has to be really long, right? Given where that's located, it's pretty long. This thing has like really long arm on the right, but it's like a st- sorry, it's a standard mobile suit arm. Um, I mean, it, yeah, it can operate. It can actually properly operate that beam saber now. I guess that's yeah. Nice. It has, it has the, it has a beam saber that it can operate with its right hand. Or maybe they should have given it a rifle or something though, because I feel like a two barrel beam gun on the left arm is like, I, I know it's a mass production type, but this is very funny to me. Well, I mean, here's the funny thing, right? Is the history of this thing is they were like, hey, we're gonna create this mass production version of the Hammer Hammer, and it didn't, like, it sucked. That's true, and that's what a lot of uh, G-Gen likes doing with, uh, you know, these designs, is going, well, no, the reason it wasn't actually in the show or made is because it was bad. I will say I like the colors on this. If you look at, like, the um, the way it's colored in SD Gundam G-Gen there, I really oh, like yeah. that it has, like, a white face mask with, like, a green head around there, but then, like, the middle part of the head, like, the part that was, like, the F-Freak that I described is, like, gray. I actually really like this color scheme a lot. Yeah, that's actually pretty cool. And I also, I do want to shout out uh, G-Gen. I much prefer this approach. I mean, it's very funny every time we get the, like, well, this was the prototype, and it's basically technology that won't come into existence for three series, but it was so expensive. I don't, that one's funny, but it is bad, right? I much prefer when they're like, this was actually terrible. A <laughs> mm-hmm. um, couple more weird design details on this. So the... Wait, the skirts are different. The skirts are basically just their own thing. Uh, they're much more, again, much more standard mobile suit skirts. They still have, like, thrusters in them, but they are not, like, the weird, chunky sections that the original one had. Um, mm-hmm. It does have a large rear skirt, though, which is pretty cool, that has uh, thrusters in it, and I like the way that looks. I also like the backpack, actually, looking above. It's got, like, a weird vertical backpack with very strangely shaped thrusters there. <laughs> Yeah, like uh, like, sort of like classic like science vials. Like yeah, like a flask at the bottom. or something. Yeah, that's I like that a lot actually. <clears throat> it's a very strange looking backpack there. Um, the legs are pretty similar to the Hamahamas, um, though 
interestingly looking at them if you look at like the sides of the legs it's funny because it mentions that uh you know eventually they end up making the dove and wolf these legs kind of have that dove and wolf like scooped uh neath verniers going backwards thing going on which is yeah. strange um because this isn't actually related at all to it but you know um just wanted to mention that I mean, it is in a way, right? It kind of. I mean, it's not. It's not a very strong lineage, but yeah, no. But, um, yeah, I just think this is a cool suit. Uh, it's not good. It's you know, it's very simple weapon set. This definitely is just like uh, you know, something that they like cooked up as a cheaper version, and definitely wouldn't be all that great. Just squads of dudes with like uh, stretchy arms, though. I I, I want to see that. They should have they should have fielded these clearly. Um, I mean, and I do think for for a single pilot, the idea of making it just one does make sense. Yeah. So the final one we have, and this would be a spoilery one. And from this point on, we'll be talking extensively about a machine from unicorn gundam and also how it plays into the plot so please be warned if you haven't seen unicorn would be the yams 132 rosen zulu right yeah now the problem is the rosen zulu has a pre-production thing that feels way more like the hama hama to me i guess mm, now I'm looking at it. No. Ah. Uh, I forgot. It's actually more similar to the uh, High Mobility Zaku 2. Uh, like the Psychomi one. Because mm-hmm. it has the rocket legs. Okay. Yeah. Well. Uh, hmm. I mean, we'll, we'll have a we'll have a other Zulus app at some point, I'm sure. Yeah. So I guess we'll just talk about the Rosen Zulu on its own. Because it is different enough from all the others that having it in the Hammett Hammett episode makes sense. Yeah. So... The Rosen Zulu. This is from Gundam Unicorn. Um, this is used by Angelo Sauper. This is a weird mobile suit. So, um, this the, feels like the real mass production Hama Hama. Kind of, yeah. Like it's still it's weird because it still has that flower motif going on with it. Mm-hmm. Like, because I I think that's what's going on with the Hama Hama too. Like with the way the shoulders are. I think it's kind of supposed to look almost like it, it looks plant like almost, right? I can see it, yeah. That's how I've always felt looking at the Hama Hama, especially... And it might also be because you have Mashamir with his whole rose thing, but, like, the green and red color scheme feels that way. And honestly, even this kind of feels that way. I mean, its name is even Rose and Zulu, and the head is, like, a flower petal in design. I, I, for me, it was always... And I, I don't think you're wrong. Like, I, did, I just mm-hmm. didn't think about it before. But for me, the Hama Hama always represented sort of a moment in design for, for Gundam and for UC... Where, like, they're getting ready, you know, Zeonic is getting ready to build their next, well, I guess it's not Zeonic, it's Neo Zeon now, but whatever. They're getting ready to build their next mobile suit, and they're like, okay, so we get a basic uh, Zaku silhouette, and a guy just pounds the table and was like, what are we doing? These can be anything. We can make these anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, The Rosen Zulu, though, on the other hand, so... <sighs> Starting with the head, the head is a gas mask, but with f- basically, like, a flower petal motif, almost. Like, if you look around the head, like, where the tubes connect to, right? Mm-hmm. It's basically, like, two petals there. And the way that, like, the area above the eyes is around the central part of the head, 
the way that it goes around there also looks like a pet like a bunch of petals around the middle. It's kind of, of like a rose. Mm-hmm. Zen. Rose and Zulu. Uh, but it still has like the Zulu style like gas mask head, which is you know weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, the head is inset around a torso that is actually a very small torso with a very giant collar. <laughs> like if you look around the head, right, you have a collar that goes all the way around from the front to the back. Um, and it's very funny because. The torso itself is actually very diminutive. Like, look at how small and squished down that is. Yeah, it's, like, it's pretty compact. Like, you have, like, a very, like, like the chest piece is, like, the kind of, like, standard sleeve style. You've got, you know, the emblem there. But it's very flat. And then you have, like, the cockpit right below that. Um, You do have two handles on the chest, it looks like. Are those grippy handles? What is going on on the edges there? No, I think that's just sort of the white ornamentation i don't think there's oh. a gap there hold on uh i think there is because look at this picture i think those are grippy handles huh i guess they might be grippy handles <laughs> i don't know how else to call them and they're just handles weird and they're not they're not like towing handles not that style <laughs> maybe to tie it down in in like zero g i don't but, look, I... but i mean look at the gap it's just on a hinge you can't fit anything through there yeah no i anyway Weird um, little handles on the sides there. Yeah, um, love handles. Um, it is, I think, really funny. Just to just to emphasize the the point Dylan was making, like the shoulders. Each shoulder is about three times the size of the chest. Yes. <laughs> like it's really weird because when we were just talking about the Hama Hama, the Hama Hama has a very long torso. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's it's pretty big. This is cool. just like the opposite. This is the most like one of the most squat like like. You couldn't use this on mobile suits, not because it would look wrong, uh, because of being too big or anything, because, you know, this looks like a big mobile suit, but actually because it would be too short on most mobile suits, I feel. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, lots of little chest ornamentation, though. Uh, trying to see. Any of those actually weapons? No, they are not. Okay, just making sure. Um... Because those look like they they kind of look like like weird little barrel things on the, like the white circles on the chest, but no, just more weird pieces. Mm -hmm. Um, so the shoulders these shoulders are done in the style of the uh, Hama Hama shoulders, but it's weird. You know how like we mentioned like the the shoulders on the mass production type looking a bit more normal. This is like the in between of the Hama Hama and the Hama Hama mass production type, right? Like. Yeah. It's more square and boxy in the ways that you would expect from, like, a Gundam-style shoulder. And, like, you know, some of the details even, like, the weird little, like, bottom vernier parts are like that. But, like, it's still sectioned off. Like, there are, like, you know, five distinct, like, little... If you could cut this into five sections, kind of like the Rosen's... Or uh, the uh, Hama Hama shoulder. Well, um, and only three of them have, have uh, verniers in them. I feel like this, yep. uh, this shoulder design is, like, if... You gave two people the same pitch. This is like the more conservative version of the Hama Hama shoulders mm -hmm. with the same basic idea. And same with the upper arms even, because here's the thing. The upper arms, when you look at it, they are wired, like, right? Like, there's like a brown, uh, they're like a brown color, and they are, they, they are designed like the upper arm of the Hama Hama, but they look way more clean, is the best mm -hmm. way I could describe them. Like, instead of being like a lot, like, like these wires that are like, 
bigger and like sticking out to the point where like when you look at like some art in video games this almost doesn't even look like it's like a central wire and four wires this just looks like this is what the arm is shaped like and it's just like a solid structure right um it's just a very there's a degree of like you know refinement over time you have to assume has happened so it's not totally unfair that's fair it's just it just looks a little weird to me, I guess, because, like, you know, mm-hmm. no, especially you. just talking about the Hama Hama, I guess. Hard not to compare the two. Yeah, no, I get you. Uh, the forearms on this thing, though, are so, it's weird. They almost feel less Hama Hama-y and more like, what if you had, like, sleeves version of a Zagok? Yeah, I was, like, yeah, was going to say Zagok, too. Nice. Like an evolved Zagok arm. Like... So the the elbow area, you've got two spikes going back. The actual shape of the arm armor is actually very similar to the Sinanju, um, which, to be fair, this was developed from the Sinanju, so that makes sense. Well, and also the sleeves have, I mean, they're called the sleeves because they love their sleeves. I imagine when it comes to, uh, like, forearm structure, they have a lot of thoughts. Yeah, exactly. Um, then, of course, you have the titular sleeves on around the hands. They um, look bad here. Yeah, no, they're very simplified in a weird way, too. Um, Because normally, like, like, when you have the sleeves on the arms there, they would normally, like, the wrist ones are where you would have, like, the big, you know, like, almost bird-like looking ornamentation. Mm -hmm. And instead, these are just black with white, like, around it. Like, it's just got the trim, and that's it. And they're, like, they're not flush with the armor. They're just sort of there. Yeah, they almost feel bolted on after the fact in a weird way. Um, and then the hands themselves are kind of like what we mentioned, Zagok hands, but with a three barrel gun in there, kind of like the Hama Hama, but like the claws are not, they're not fingers like the Hama Hama. These are just actual ass claws. But without looking, do you know the difference? Mm. The, the very significant difference. The difference uh, of what? The, the, the weaponry here on these hands. Uh... These aren't beam guns. These are mega particle cannons. Right, right, right. They fucking output. <laughs> yep. And uh, we definitely get to see that when these get used. Because uh, I will say, while I have a lot of issues like back and forth with Unicorn a lot, the Rosen Zulu uh, appearing is one of the coolest scenes in that entire thing, though. They, they unlike the Hama Hama, they do not job this friend out. No, not at all. Um, it, it appears and takes out an entire, like, non-lethally takes out an entire Federation, like, you know, squad, basically, from, like, mm-hmm. a ship. Um, and it, it it's pretty good. Um, but, uh, yeah, so the waist... So, I actually... So, the legs are actually, like, one of my favorite parts on this. Uh, mainly because, it turns out, for high-heeled legs, these... Talking about Gundam Breaker and whatnot, these legs work on a lot of designs that you want to look fancy and cool without looking wrong. These are cool legs. Um, the waist itself is, you have a front skirt section um, that is like two skirts, you know, bolted together in the middle, um, and then like a crotch piece below that. Um, you also have a cabling going around the whole thing. I guess that's more, I, I would consider the cabling more part of the upper torso. Um, just given, mm-hmm. like, where it's at, but, you know, mention the cable going around the waist. Uh, these side skirts, though, you've got two side skirts that are pretty big. Um, 
they're almost designed like a, a ball, a tailcoat or something, and they have yeah. uh, white trim around them. Uh, and then for the rear skirt, you also have one big piece, uh, just one big, you know, almost like elytra looking uh, back skirt piece, um, which is cool. Uh, the yeah. upper legs, you've got pretty standard upper legs, though I do like that you have some like gray detail showing through on the uh, like corners of the top of the leg there. Um, and then the lower legs, so the knee is really cool. You have these gigantic knee spikes, and I actually really love the way these knees look because of that. Um, just big spiky Kinda knees. Big Delta Plus vibes. Uh-huh. Um, the, where the leg joint, uh, like, the lower leg is connected into the joint there, I also like that, like, weird rounded piece on the, like, you know, the middle of the leg there, um, where you have the white trim on the purple there. Just mm -hmm. looks... There's, there's a lot of good white trim on this. It's a shame about the cuffs being so boring, because this suit actually, like, does, like, the white trim, I think, pretty good on most of it. It's just the, sh the arms are boring. Um, mm -hmm. uh, you do have some cables around the knee as well, that I should mention, as well as some vents on the front of the leg right above the ankle armor. On the rear part of the leg, you've got another spike going back in the middle, which I think looks cool. As well as two thrusters on uh, one on either side of the spike there. Um, I mean, these are very unicorn legs, like unicorn, like as a show. Yeah, uh, and then at the bottom of the leg, uh, kind of on the ankle area. Oh my god, this cat is pounding on my door. So if you hear pounding, I apologize. Um, I don't know why he wants in here. I think he thinks some it's someone's in here that is downstairs. But anyway, um, the uh, bottom of the ankle, on either side, you have these, like, little round thrusters. I actually really like the look of these as well, just having, like, the little ones there. Um, on the front of the ankle, though, area, you have big, you know, foot armor that goes up and around, covers the whole front of the leg area there. And then the feet, you have high heels. Very high heels, and I love these feet. It's, um, it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. I also really love just the tiny little uh, vernier ports on the side of the... Like where that part of your where that part of your ankle is, right? The little ball there. Yeah, yeah, those are great. Uh, they 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 rule. And yeah, and then high heel feet. I always love high heels on mobile suits. I always love non-standard feet on mobile suits. Is how I should word that. Um, so and I'm high heels. To, fit into I'm willing that. to word it that I I specifically like high heels on mobile suits. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I uh, it's just I also like the hammer hammer feet a lot for being fucking weird. True true is the thing so that's why look i don't want to leave things out i will make the suits feel bad uh i want to leave things out i'm here to say once again the bound dock sucks god damn it whatever anyway we're not having this conversation this isn't the bound dock episode anyway uh the backpack of this unit though you've got a the backpack is interesting you've got like a the middle of it is big vertical piece that actually like is part of the collar look of the head Mm -hmm. um because you can see it from the front uh the middle of the backpack just has two simple verniers um does have two external propellant tanks that can attach uh kind of like senanchi style or you know a lot of suits of this era um they are shorter uh propellant tanks than like the senanji ones though um but they're also not chunky like some of the smaller propellant tanks they're just they are small but they are still thin um and finally, the major thing to mention, uh, the sides of the backpack here, instead of having thruster pods like the Sananji's backpack, you have two what look like 
big roses almost that have little flowers in them too like a smaller flower of a different color uh these are the psycho jammers we will talk about these because these are weird they're cool yeah um and yeah so for equipment uh we mentioned the arms are incom arms now we didn't use the word incom with hamma hamma because usually they don't get called that but i mean you know the idea of incoms though is what if we had a wired weapon right and mm -hmm. new type or otherwise generally um so you've got the incom arms uh it does have little relay discs also for changing the direction of the incom i think the relay discs first popped up f from kotoki in um sentinel though because i know that the excess is like little incomes on the legs and stuff when they change direction they actually have like a disc that like pops out so it can stop and shift direction like on the spot huh um okay so i, I think that's kind of where this gets it for the arms also having like the little like whenever it shifts directions you'll see it like leave a little disc behind um and i guess it's just a relay so that the arms don't get like all tangled up and stuff like it keeps the wires straight when they change direction and stuff um which i guess it makes sense right because especially when you're working with arms with as many wires as like the rosen zulu's arms have probably be easy to get that twisted <laughs> totally totally um so having like these little discs that uh, like hold the wires like shape uh is kind of cool um this also has a mega beam shield in the same i say in the style of the uh one on the uh on the uh hamma hamma but this is a much more complex one uh this one's got a three barrel mega particle cannon and also an eye field generator in the middle of the shield um the shield also fucking rules when we see it because it does like scattering beams, but they're not like wimpy scattering beams. It's like big scattering beam guns. Well, and it can also do straight shots too. Yeah, we do see it firing like just straight beams as well. But my favorite is when we see like the weird twisty scattering beams from it that just hit a bunch of mobile suits and just damage a bunch of parts all at once. It's so good. Um... I like the shield a lot. Uh, the shield also just has a cool shape to it. Um, has like a weird. It, it also has like a weird little handle at the bottom of it, which is kind of funny that it just has that because it's like it's not like the Rosen Zulu is ever gonna grab it via that, <laughs> given you know claw arms. But yeah. Well, what if it needs to lend it to a friend? It's, fair it's, enough. It's exclusively there for uh for full frontal's use. Ah, uh, fair enough. Um, so. Uh, eventually, also, should note, there is a version of this where the shield is attached to the arm because the arm is damaged, and the shield is put on the same wires that the hands were on, so it then can just use these shields like that, which is pretty good also. It's a good solution. Um, now, when we see these claws, the claws themselves can pierce through a mobile suit and mess them up, and not only that, but the beams on them are pretty strong. It does these, like, really cool, long, sustained beams that I, I tend to like. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things I like about beams in Unicorn, I hate how not strong they can sometimes seem in Unicorn. At the same time, I really love that Unicorn does the um, consistent, like, you know, the, when the beam fires, it's a beam, not just, like, a bolt, I guess I would say. Right? Mm -hmm. um, and these these do that. Um and yeah, they're pretty cool. Uh, this also has a quasi-psychomia system. Um, 
I mentioned the propellant tanks. And then finally, I guess we have to talk about the psycho jammers. Uh, Six, do you want to explain the psycho jammer? Sure. So there are shitty ideas in uh, Gundam Unicorn, but this one actually is all right. This one is, is adjacent to those shitty ones. But mm-hmm. um, so this is a type of uh, basically a type of funnel, right? Um, mm-hmm. That uh, creates a psycho field that sort of interferes with any Psychomu shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can use it kind of like how the new Gundam used the use its fin funnels to like trap people. Um, I think you can also just use it to like block like funnels and shit in its AOE, right? Uh, that's that's what they sometimes make it do in other material. It doesn't do it in the show, but theoretically, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the show they use it to turn off NTD, which yes. is like okay, sure. <laughs> I mean, that, you know, that kind of doesn't make sense, but it's yeah, fine. it's really weird. It's so. I guess the idea is it would interfere with the psychomia system, and that's how you get the NTD working. So, but the the, the point of the NTD is that it's like maybe maybe I'm just have a problem with NTD. Maybe that's what we're getting at. Yes. The the concept of NTD is that it is this full psychoframe machine, but it's for people who aren't U type new types and thus can't use psychoframes. Yeah, well, and not only that, but the whole point of the NTD is also that it basically can jack psychomia systems, right, from suits that have it. Right. Which, this, I, I mean, it's a quasi-psychomia system, but we know that it can, because uh, when the Rosenzulu gets finally destroyed, um, he does make the Rosenzulu's hand ram into its cockpit. <laughs> not yeah. killing Angelo, but I was under the impression that that was the unicorn that did that, right? I I was looking this up just a minute ago, and it seems like the wiki is confused on the matter. Of course. Uh, the wiki... Uh, yeah, the, the, the wiki says that it's still responding to Angelo's thoughts, and I guess that doesn't... I don't know how that makes any sense. Well, either way, uh, it's it, it's it feels like a really weird weapon because the Psycho Jammers, to me, I don't know... this is a dumb complaint i know but i do i will admit that like sometimes like when something has like a super mode there being like a perfect thing for an anti-super mode on something sometimes annoys me and that's kind of what the like like the psycho jammer i guess it's because we never see it get used for any other purpose so it almost feels like it's just tailor-made to counter the unicorn gundam in a weird way yeah that is i mean i guess i i watched unicorn once and yeah. since then, my experience of the Rosen Zulu has been through video games, and so I don't have as much of a problem with it, but, like, you are just right here. Yeah, like, it doesn't... Like, like games make it a lot cooler, because, yeah, they, they make it so, like... Like, if you're playing the Versus games and you use the Psycho Jammer on a suit that um has funnels out and stuff, if I remember correctly, I think... um It'll, uh... It'll actually cancel them and stuff. Mm-hmm. alongside you know stunning the enemy if they run into it um so you get like things like that that are kind of cool um but like in the in the show the only real interaction is these surround the unicorn and they make a big octahedron um that the unicorn is like kind of just stuck in and disables but that's the thing too right is it doesn't work on the unicorn Right. Well, that's because that's because he goes he goes full, 
they didn't count on as as news. It's dumb. I get mad at some of the new type stuff also in Unicorn is the other problem, but you know. Anyway. Uh, those complaints aside, though, the Rosen Zulu is, I think, a pretty cool suit overall. Um, I, 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 I still like it in spite of like feeling weird about some of its uh, that specifically the Psycho Jammers, um, and it's it's just cool. I, I think it, having the claws is better than just having the weird fingers on the Hamahama because the weird fingers on the Hamahama feel a little strange. Just because it's like, They're why silly. even have those? Why not just have wired beams at that point? Mm-hmm. Yeah agree but you know um yeah i guess that would be it though uh so I, okay i just suddenly had a thought i want i want to see the i know this is not how this works but like i want a zeong variant that's only slightly modified so that it can use its fingers as beam sabers. And I want it making a finger gun and cutting something with a beam saber from its pointer finger. It's a very specific request, I know, but that would be so sick. <laughs> Fair uh, enough. And then uh, we do have to do some cleanup. Okay, yep. What kind of cleanup do we got? Uh, the bound dock still sucks. Uh, Dylan, where can people find you on the internet? Fucker. <laughs> um, you can find me. At LowPolyRobot on Twitter.com, um, where I post games and my robot builds and all that stuff. Um, please follow me. Uh, Six, where can people find you and your wrong uh, opinions on the Bound Dock? Uh, I don't think I've tweeted about the Bound Dock. Uh, I should probably fix that. Uh, you can find uh, me on Twitter at SixDetmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. You can find my work at ScanlineMedia.com slash ScanlineMedia. And folks, I just want you all to know how very proud of you I am today. Taco Bell believes in living moss, and you are all examples of that live moss mentality. Peace. It's supposed to be full frontal saying that. No, that's... Well, no, I'm no, I know what the original joke is, but you ending the episode, or I guess... About we, the hamma hamma. Hamma hamma, duh, so, right, okay. <laughs> you suck at Chihuahua